Welcome everybody to Run Jump Stomp, your thoughts on gaming. If you want to be part of the conversation, it is incredibly easy to do so. Just grab your smartphone and download the Anchor app. Once you're there, search for Run Jump Stomp, hit the star, hit that voice message button, send me a message, and I will play it on the show. With that being said, let's start off with our very first caller of the day. Hi, Bill. It's Joe or Love My Ness in the community. I just completed Diablo 3 on the Switch and had a blast. I really enjoyed this game and didn't think that I would. I'm glad that I gave it a chance and the portability was a huge factor. I've usually been a Nintendo gamer, so there's a lot that I've missed out on. Seeing so many previously released games coming to the Switch, which older games would you like to see most re-released on the Nintendo Switch? Thanks for taking my question. Love the show. Thanks, Bill. Hey, Joe, thanks so much for the call. Um, man, there I mean, the, the list of games that people who only play on Nintendo platforms that have missed out on in the past couple of generations is a really long list. Um, let, let's start with some some of my favorites. I would love, love to see the Bioshock trilogy come to the Nintendo Switch. This is a series that I remember playing on the Xbox 360 and I I was sitting there playing the game and my wife was sitting next to me watching me play and we were just absolutely entranced by the world that they had built for Bioshock. It It was so immersive and amazing and scary and interesting and there were surprises around every corner and to this day if you ask me about some of my favorite moments in video games there are moments in Bioshock that I will tell you about there are moments in Bioshock Infinite that I'll tell you about these are moments that are on par to revelations in movies where I remember being in the crowd of a of a of a movie theater watching um I can't remember the name of the damn movie um The Sixth Sense when everybody in the theater realizes the same thing and there's an audible gasp throughout the theater. Like that's how my wife and I felt when we were playing when I was playing through Bioshock and she was watching me. We we loved, we adored that game. It was so amazing. I never played the second one, uh, but the third one had moments like that as well. And it's an absolute shame that there's people who have only played on Nintendo consoles and they've missed out on games like that. Another series that I would love to see come to the Nintendo Switch would be the Batman Arkham games. Now, to be fair, I've only played the first two. I haven't played the rest of them. But those first two are just fantastic games. The traversal across Arkham is just amazing it feels great the way that batman can move from one place to another across the rooftops the fighting 
in the games is really, really compelling, and uh, it doesn't feel like button mashing, even though it looks like button mashing. And I love the way that they incorporated all of the gadgets that Batman might use in order to, um, in order to overcome various challenges. Um, I loved how in the second one they expanded upon a, a world that is dark and grimy and kind of scary. I mean, I, you don't ever really feel scared because you're you're freaking Batman for crying out loud. But you can imagine that if you were a regular person in this place, you would be terrified at what's going on. The the ending of the first Batman, it, it didn't really do what I wanted it to, but I'm not going to say that that takes very much away from the game because a game is more than just about its ending. It's about its journey. And the Batman uh, from Arkham Asylum, that journey is astounding. The second one, I wouldn't say it's just as good as the first one, but it's really, really good. And I'm going to assume that the other ones are good as well, outside of the horrible reviews that the PC port of, I think it was Arkham Knight got. I'm, I could be wrong about which one got the bad reviews for the PC port. But, you know, by all, by all accounts, the console versions were all really, really good. So that's something else that I'd like to see on Switch. I'm going to switch things up now, no pun intended. And recommend to you, since you said that you've been mainly a Switch person, uh, I'm going to recommend a game that you may have not played yet. And uh, it's it's a game that I've bought multiple times and really, really enjoyed playing. I played it on the uh, Xbox 360. I played it on my PC. And I did not buy it for Switch because I'd already played it twice. But if you've never played the game before then Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, is a masterpiece in gaming. Uh, you have hundreds and hundreds of hours of gameplay in that. The combat is okay. It, it's not bad. It's just not great either. But the the way that the world building that Bethesda accomplished with that game makes you really feel like you are in a living, breathing world and you are just kind of inhabiting that place. Um, the dungeons are very cool. There are scary moments as well. And if you've never played Skyrim, I would say you owe it to yourself to pick that up for the Nintendo Switch and check it out and see what you've been missing this whole time. Thanks so much for uh, writing in. If if anybody out there has ideas for Joe, uh, games that you think should come to, and it doesn't have to be for the Switch, but uh, really good games that you feel like people have missed out on, or um, some of your favorite games from a couple generations ago that you might think that, that people might have missed, uh, feel free to use the Anchor app and call in and uh, let us know about some of your uh, older favorite games. Thanks for listening.
Hey, what's up, Bill? Um, I'm loving what you're doing with Run Jump Stomp. I just thought I'd ask you about Nintendo on their consoles. You know, they've they've brought out the Wii, which was cool with the motion sensors. Then it was the Wii U, which was like a tablet that had to be tethered to the console. And then there was the Switch, which you can carry around with you and play all the cool games or plug into the dock and use on your TV. So I wondered, what do you think they're going to come up with next, you know? They're not, they don't seem to bring out consoles that are the best graphically, you know. They tend to just have these really cool formats which make you play in different ways. What do you think's next, my friend? I can't imagine, but um, you, you're quite knowledgeable, so let me know what you think. This is Issa from the Fairs and Desires podcast, signing out. Hey, Issa, thanks so much for the call, man. Um, I'd like to start out by saying we're really early in the life cycle of the current-gen console, or, well, not not of the current-gen consoles, cause, because the Xbox One and PS4 are going to be uh, changed up soon. But the Nintendo Switch is fairly early in its life cycle, and I think even Mr. Kimishima has said that he anticipates this to be a very long life cycle. This is the uh, president of Nintendo before Mr. Furukawa uh, took over um, earlier this year. And most of the time when people are guessing at what's going on, it's because somebody is leaking information. You know, There's patents that get noticed and things like that. And I think right now, it's just too early for Nintendo to start um, putting patents together for something that they're not going to be releasing for a very long time. So it's probably better for them to keep that kind of thing in their pocket. Uh, the, The Switch, like we kind of knew that it was going to be a system that would have detachable controllers. Um, at the time that like when that was announced well not announced when that was leaked uh via the patent application a lot of uh, a lot of people myself included were a little skeptical at the idea of these detachable controllers for a system but nintendo you know they made it happen and they did a great job with the switch so without these patent leaks i don't think that i am any more qualified than anyone else to take a stab at what Nintendo would do next. Nintendo is a weird company, and they do weird stuff. Look at the things that they've done. Uh, You know what? I'm going to talk about my track record with predicting whether or not things that Nintendo came up with were going to be good. So when when the Virtual Boy came out, I really wanted one. I thought it was going to be amazing. I begged my parents for one. They did not submit. I did not get a Virtual Boy uh, until I I was an adult. I got one this year off of eBay for my shelf because I think it looks cool. But man, that is not fun to play. The one that I have works, but it's not a fun system to play on. What a bad idea that was. <laughs> but I was convinced that it was going to be great. When the um 
N64 came out, I was really excited for it. I adored my N64, and I was really looking forward to the 64DD. This is a disk drive that would hook up to the bottom of it, and this would in- enable uh, other companies to make games that were bigger. One of the one of the problems with uh, Nintendo's N64 was that um, the, the the cartridges that they were using were they were too expensive to make, and they had too small of a footprint as far as file size. So companies like Square Enix couldn't fit their games on a cartridge, and then Nintendo was also charging money for the cartridges, uh, which eats into developers' profits. So a lot of developers said, screw it, we're going to go with PlayStation. There are a lot of fun games on the N64, but I think overall it was the beginning of a huge decline for Nintendo. The GameCube, um, you know, Nintendo was basically doing that same kind of thing again. They weren't really competing with Xbox and PS4. I loved my GameCube. It it has one of the best controller designs I've ever used. I love how each of the four face buttons had a different feel to it, uh, a different shape to it. I think that really helped. Um, and then we move forward to the Wii. When they first announced the Wii, actually, no, we move forward to the 3DS. When they first announced the, not the 3DS, the DS. When they first announced the DS, I said, man, that looks stupid. Nintendo's lost it. There's no way this is going to catch on. This thing is a bad, bad, bad idea. And I ignored it for a while. And eventually I ended up picking up one. And in the moment that I started playing one, I knew that I was really wrong about what what they were going to do with this. The, the DS was a brilliant move on Nintendo's part. I thought that they were, you know, making a huge mistake by dropping the Game Boy or, well, according to them, having these three pillars. I thought that was a massive mistake, and I was wrong about that. Because I was wrong about that, I was much more willing to give Nintendo the benefit of the doubt from then on. When the Wii came out, and I saw that weird commercial of like they had a puddle of milk almost and this white controller, remote control kind of comes up out of the white liquid. And I was looking at it and I said to my and, and, and they didn't show any gameplay. They only showed the TV looking at the people doing weird stuff like playing the drums or chopping up food or playing golf or playing tennis with these Wii remotes. And the first thought that I had was, this is going to be a train wreck. But I was wrong about the DS, so I'm going to give this a chance. And I bought it, and I was wrong. You know, Nintendo did a great job with the Wii. It's unfortunate that a lot of publishers decided to throw a bunch of shovelware at the Wii. But I had a lot of fun with that system. There were definitely things about that system that I would change. But at the end of the day, I think the Wii was a very good system with a lot of very fun games on it. And obviously it was a ridiculously huge commercial success. The Wii U, 
I was right about that one. I thought that that one was a good system with bad marketing, and I was right. Um, what a fantastic lineup of games on the Wii U. I had so much fun with that. I was never a huge fan of using the tablet controller. It felt awkward. It felt clunky. It was too heavy. It was too bulky. And, I mean, it was clear to me when the Switch was launched that this is what they always really wanted to do, but they just really didn't have the technology to do it. So then when the Switch came out, I, you know, as soon as it was announced, I knew that this was something that was going to catch fire. This is one of those things where I was right. But most of the time, I've been wrong. So asking me what I think Nintendo is going to do next is, I have no idea. I guess uh, a better question would be, how can they refine the Switch to improve it? What could they improve about the Switch in order to make me buy another copy or another version of it? And right now, I don't know. I'm having trouble picturing it. Um, they could inc in improve the screen, maybe increase the resolution, but by doing that, it would uh, mean that the processor has to push more pixels, which would mean you need a more powerful processor. And if you need a more powerful processor, then you need a bigger battery. And now the Nintendo Switch is heavier, and it's already a pretty heavy system when you're holding it in your hand. Like, for its size, it's really heavy. So I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, you could do just a better screen with brighter colors, but that would really only affect half of the people. Nintendo has said that half of the people who buy the Switch leave it in the dock all the time and never use it. And the other half, um, they uh, they only play portably. And, you know, there's some people that do a little bit of both. But for the most part, it's it's kind of split down the middle. Uh, people who play it docked all the time and people who play it portable all the time. So improving that screen for half of the audience, that's not a super compelling argument either. There are some people who say that they should increase the processing power of the Switch in order to make it easier for some developers to port games to the Switch. And while I can understand that, you don't want to... Like, that would... That would bifurcate the audience. Half of the people who use the Switch would have the powerful version, and the other half would have the non-powerful version. And then you would go into a store, and you wouldn't be sure if this game would run well on your Switch because maybe it was designed with the, the better Switch in mind. And I think that that's confusing for the customer. Nintendo did this before when they, when they upgraded to the... Uh, the the new Nintendo 3DS XL, um, they brought out Xenoblade Chronicles for that. That it was an old Wii game. They ported it to the new 3DS, and um, this is the one that has the C stick over on the right hand side. That was a game that is only compatible with the new one, not compatible with the old one. And I guarantee. I guarantee this that there were there were some kids or people who got um Xenoblade Chronicles as a gift and they didn't have the new 3DS to play it on and they probably couldn't figure out what the problem was like that that's definitely an issue that I I'm, I'm sure 
has happened. Anything that you can do that confuses the customer, I think is a big mistake. So I think that Nintendo needs to hold off on any revisions to the Switch. And since we're so early in the Switch's life cycle, we're certainly not going to hear about any patent applications anytime soon. At least I don't think that we will. So uh, speculation from me at this point would be basically throwing darts at a dartboard. And I'm not comfortable doing that. So I can't really answer your question, Isa. But I'll turn it back on you. What do you think that they could do? Look into your crystal ball and let us know. That's it for this episode of Run, Jump, Stomp. Big thank you to everybody who sent in a question, a comment, or an idea. If you want to uh, be part of the show, all you have to do is use the Anchor app, send your idea. It doesn't have to be a question. It can be about old games. It can be about new games. It can be about anything in the gaming industry. Tell me what you're excited about. Ask me questions what you want to know about. Let's talk about video games here on Run Jump Stomp. Thank you again. Use that Anchor app and be part of the show. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.